Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for today. Back with another Kingdom Culture episode. This one's going to be Kingdom Preparation Part 4, How to Enjoy Reading the Bible. Stay tuned, folks. You're going to enjoy this one. Okay, we are back. Hey folks, thanks for always tuning in. It's been great. Enjoying hearing from you folks. Getting connected with folks all around the world, such a blessing. Relevance for today is now in 13 countries, so praise God. I know there's over 100 countries, but you know what? Hey, 13's a start. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to jump right in. I've got some great stuff to teach you guys today. So as we're continuing to learn how to step in to the kingdom culture, you know, the way Jesus walked the earth, it's nice to know how to do it. And it's nice to know how to get into your Bibles. And so I'm going to show you guys something really neat today. And uh, it's going to be really good. It's going to be really good. So thanks for tuning in. As I continue with the Kingdom Preparation Series, I want to encourage you to take the time to go through. If you haven't listened to them already, make sure you go back and listen to Kingdom Preparation Part 1 through 3. Great teachings, great equipping in those videos, folks. Okay. Stepping into this Christian walk, as you all know, stepping into this Christian walk is not easy at times. It's more like an unexpected adventure. You know, you just jump out of the plane and you hope the parachute's in there. (laughs) You know, it's exciting. You just don't know what's going to happen. Every turn and twist around different corners. When you're serving the Lord, you don't get bored. My wife sings the song. When you're walking with the Lord, you don't get bored. Sing hallelujah. Amen. So I'll have to get her to sing it one day. But anyway, the cool part is, even though it's an adventure, it's a roller coaster, up and down, turns and weaves at every corner, we've got to remember the great news is we're on the winning team. So that's really important. We are on the winning team. When you've got Jesus Christ in your life, you can't lose. Okay, so that's great news. So in this show, I want to encourage you by showing you how to enjoy reading the Bible. You know, I want it to be something we all want, you know, ministers, teachers, pastors, apostles, evangelists, all of us want you to be able to take the word of God and not just go, oh, I've got to read this. Oh, I want you to be able to go, dude. I cannot wait to get back in the word of God. Give me that. Oh, and I'm the the leather guy. I love a leather bound Bible. Love it. Love it. So, you know, you grab that Bible and you flip it open and you get into it and you mark it up and you've got highlighter markers all in it because you've been studying a great part and you're learning some great nuggets and you just get so excited. It's like reading an adventure book. But these are heroes. You're reading about some great heroes in these Bibles. You know what I mean? In this word of God, I'm holding one for those who are listening. Got my Bible in my hand and, you know, just, I love it. So the key thing to remember is, yes, you can enjoy reading the word of God. You just have to learn how to apply it to your life and how to apply these teachings yourself, and also how to slowly work your way into the scripture. That's key, okay? So for this episode, I'm going to show you some demonstrations of how to and not to read the Bible, okay? And in this one, I picked a special verse. But for starters, 
you know, keep in mind as I'm teaching this, I am aware different people have different reading levels, different people read at different speeds, different people obtain things differently. So I do get it. So certain people will read something once and they'll remember it. Some people have to read it more than once. I'm the guy who has to read it more than once. And I like to get into it and dissect it and studying it. And I want to teach you guys how to get in there and eat it. But this one is just talk about, let's go to the basics. Okay. That's why this episode is so important for your walk with God. It's so important. It's going to help you to comprehend and better understand how to take your time. And even if you only get through two verses in a day and you sit down for 20 minutes or 30 minutes and you start reading the word, it's a start and you pray, Holy Spirit, help me to read the word of God. Help me to get into the word and help me to understand what you're saying. And through this short teaching, it's also going to help you take verses and learn them by reading them in a way that will cause you to see and taste the words. Now that sounds weird, but as I read it, you'll understand what I mean. So for this episode, I'm going to use a famous Bible verse to many, one of my favorites, Psalm 23, song written by King David. And the word Psalm is defined as a sacred song or a hymn. So this psalm compares the shepherd and his sheep with us as Christians and the Lord. Okay, so it's a really neat comparison. And also remember, King David was a shepherd before he was anointed to be king. He was already a shepherd, so he was out there taking care of the sheep. So when you're reading this, if you read it as you're thinking about David being a shepherd, it helps you to understand So here's an example of how many of us, including me back in the day, would read the Bible. We would sit back, we'd get the word of God, and we would pretty much go, Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Boom. There, Steve. Are you happy now? I read Psalm 23. (laughs) You know what I mean? You'd sit back and you would just read it. Or like I would say, you surface read it. All you do is scan right across it, and you don't allow anything to sink into your heart, into your spirit, man, into that nugget up there, the brain right? So I want to play something for you because reading through it quickly gives no value or meaning to it. So now here's the deal. Now I want you to do an exercise. So I recorded this and I actually shared this a few months ago and it's beautiful. But what I'm going to do is have you close your eyes and just listen to my voice. And of course, those who are listening do the same thing. And those who are watching do the same as well. Close your eyes, relax, If you're able to, or with you sharing this with friends, have them close their eyes too. But here in a second, I'm going to play this all over again. But I'm going to play the one that I have with music and my voice. You ready? Close your eyes. Here it is. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. 
Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Beautiful, wasn't it? So isn't it amazing how just adding that music to that and slowing down my reading, you can almost picture it. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You know what I mean? It just has that flow to it. So as you're reading that and it just, and listening to that, it's totally different than when you're reading it, isn't it? Because when you're reading it, you're just going through the motions. But when you're listening to it, and you can hear the words rolling off my tongue. You want to just be able to just, ah, taste and see that the Lord is good. I want to be able to just feel like I'm there in that passage of scripture, listening to David while we're sitting out in the field and the grass is blowing and the breeze on us. And you can see the sheep off in the distance. And at the same time, you're thinking about the Lord. You know what I mean? It's, it's like that. I want to get you to that point because when you get into the word, it just sucks you in when you really get into it and you get in there and you're reading some of these stories and you're just like, oh, praise God, love compassion, you know, and you just dig in. These were men and women of God, you know, and I want you to be able to get that, caress that Bible, hold that close to you, close to your chest and just get into it like that. It, I just want it to be a part of you. Get it to the point where it's a part of you. So I'm going to go ahead and start breaking that down. I'm going to do a basic breakdown so you can get an idea because I'm going to play this for you again at the end with the music. And if you're watching it, you can actually see the video that I made that goes with it. That really takes you to a whole new level. So the Lord is my shepherd. Starting this off, Psalm 23. So a shepherd, of course, as you know, tends his flock. He's their lifeline. Sheep are very defenseless animals. And that's why you get attackers, you know, the bear, the wolf, the different things that David had to fight off as a shepherd to protect his sheep because they're vulnerable. Well, just like uh, just like the sheep without our Lord and Savior, we're lost. You know, that's why we need to go out and share the good news about Jesus Christ, share the gospel of the kingdom. People come to Christ and they start walking in what God did and discipleship and all that good stuff. So it's the same thing. The Lord is my shepherd. He's going to take care of me. As long as I follow him, dig in his word, learn about him, pray to him. I mean, it's all that. Think about that shepherd that protects those sheep. So now you're getting into the passage. I shall not want. So sheep will not need or want for anything, right? Because the shepherd takes care of them. They can't do anything without him. He guides them. He leads them. He takes care of them. He protects them. Well, in that same way, when we put our trust in the Lord fully, and rely on him, he will take good care of us as well. Not our wants and our wish lists, but the things that we need daily, like oxygen. Think about it. 
something we never think about, but we're breathing right now. You're breathing right now. You better be breathing right now, listening or watching this, but you get the idea. So continuing on, he makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me beside the still waters. Isn't that beautiful? Picture that in your mind. Green pastures. So it's just beautiful fields of food for the sheep. He's taking them to a pasture so they can feed, and then they might move and graze in another location, but there's always water there for them to drink. He takes care of them. Well, the same thing for us. You know, that shepherd gives those sheep provision, and the same thing for us. God gives us provision. He restores my soul. So that passage right there, he restores my soul. The Lord restores our soul because we were dead in sin right? But through Christ, we have been redeemed and our soul is alive, praise God, and filled with the Holy Spirit. So he restores our soul, our soul man within. He restores us. Isn't that amazing? When we ask Jesus Christ into our life, he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. So as we follow the Lord, he will direct our paths, as I've mentioned before, and there are many Bible verses that back that up. If you wanted to do a deeper study, you would take the time to go through each verse and then you could literally use Google, you can use study books and you can go through and say, okay, how does the Lord direct my path? And then you can go through and there's Psalms, there's all kinds of different ways you can go with this, but I don't want to take it crazy deep. But you remember in episode two and three, where I talked about the 12 Bible study types, that's where you can go in and dig into the word and go deeper. So by the time you're done, two, three hours later of studying just Psalm 23, you have such a big understanding of the Lord and how he takes care of you and what he does for you. And so as we go on, it says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me, for you are with me. Holy Spirit within. So even in our darkest days, so important, even in our darkest days, he will be with us and we must not have fear. Just like Joseph in Genesis 37 through 50, the trials, the tribulations that Joseph went through, same thing, everywhere he went, whether he was in prison, whether he was being falsely accused, whether he was in the pit, wherever he was, God was with him. And we have to remember that. And Joseph had no fear. Same thing with us. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So just as the shepherd protects and guides the sheep with his staff, you'll, he'll have his crook. It'll be the big stick with the hook on the end of it. So he can guide the sheep, hook it around their neck a little bit, guide them back away from the ledges and different things like that. The same thing happens to us if we're paying attention the Lord will guide us through the Holy Spirit. You'll notice sometimes you'll get ready to do something and all of a sudden you hear that still small voice say, ah, 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 I wouldn't do that if I were you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. So there's little things like that. That's very important. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. So even when we might be under attack spiritually, physically by the enemy, we can sit in comfort knowing that he has us in his arms and it makes you relax. You know, this whole COVID thing's going on, all kinds of crazy stuff's going on. But when it first started coming around and people were shut in, people didn't know what they were going to do, but there were many Christians whose eyes were open to the fact that he had a table prepared for us. We didn't have to worry about our home. Many did, 
but some of us didn't have to worry about our home or a place to eat and different things like that. And those who didn't have food were able to be blessed with food. So there was many ministries out there and organizations that were out there helping take care of the needy, keeping people in their homes. There was many things going on in the world that brought a lot of compassion and heart and love that people didn't hear about too much in the news because they were so focused on the negative, but there was a lot of beautiful things going on. And that was God's hand on helping others take care of people in ministry, blessing, feeding, and doing all these things behind the scenes. So it's very important. So even in those times when we may feel like we're under attack, remember, The Lord has your back. Just focus on him. Focus on him even in the rough times. You anoint my head with oil. So that one is one that I had to dig a little deeper. I wanted to dig a little deeper just to show you an example. So studying the word helps you learn, and this is important. It helps you learn new things, such as the statement about the oil had me curious to what the shepherds used oil for. And here's what I found. Shepherds anointed sheep's heads with oil for two reasons. Number one, to prevent sunstroke. Isn't that interesting? To prevent sunstroke. Number two, to prevent parasites, so bugs, critters, and things like that. The oil ran into the crevices around the sheep's ears, eyes, and nose to repel flies, fleas, and other parasites that could make it sick and even die. Isn't that amazing? So now how do we look at that with us, with the Lord? We look at that with the Holy Spirit's anointing, just like the pouring on the oil on Aaron's beard. When people were anointed in biblical times, it wasn't just a little drop on their forehead. They literally poured it on them and it would just run down their face and covering when they were being anointed for being in the priesthood and different things like that. So it wasn't just a little droplet, but just think of the Holy Spirit's anointing on you. Feel the Holy Spirit's anointing on you to help you reach out and do these mighty things. If you want to know more about the anointing of the Holy Spirit, read the book of Acts. So many powerful things were done after the Lord went up to be with the Father. That anointing of the oil covered them. It's like having an armor shield on and you're protected and you're covered and you're ready to go do mighty things. Sounds good, doesn't it? Makes you want to jump up and just go for the Lord. So continuing on, my cup runs over. So as you follow the Lord and live a life according to his word, he will bless us. He will bless you. He'll bless me as we continue to be a blessing to others. So as you pour out, you've probably heard the saying, pour out a blessing on others, pouring out what you have. This causes our cup to overflow. So what happens when your cup overflows? It spills out. But isn't it more amazing when you picture an overflow of an anointing, an overflow of blessings that you're pouring out to help other people, and then God refills your cup, and it keeps overflowing and spilling onto others, so many get blessed from that. Isn't that amazing? Just think about that. If you reach in your pocket and you bless someone, and you don't make a big deal about it, but you bless them in private, I want to bless these people. Lord, who do you want me to bless today? Lord, what message do you want me to send today? Lord, what do you want me to do in this podcast episode? Whatever it may be. And when you pour that out on others, other people get fed, more people share. Before you know it, then people are coming back to me with a message to share with me and mentor me. I'm mentoring others. The flow, he overflows us 
with what we need so we can spill it out on others. So surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Because we know the Lord is our shepherd, our leader, our guide, our comforter, we can have faith that his goodness and mercy will be with us always, and we will live with him in, in eternity. In eternity. That's beautiful. And that's just a basic breakdown. So me doing that just now, and there's different translations, like this was the New King James. That's what I actually was reading out of, not this actual Bible, but the New King James. I've got another Bible here called the Expanded Bible, which breaks down those chapters. You know, for example, I'll read the first one. The Lord is my shepherd. I have everything I need. And then in brackets, it says, I will lack nothing. And so it breaks it down to help you better understand each verse. And there's other Bibles that do the same thing. So it's really neat, you know, and I've talked about that before, about finding a Bible that you understand, which is going to also help you read. And I'll probably go through translations in one of these episodes. But lastly, for all you watching the video and all you listening, you're going to hear the same Psalm 23 message with my voice and with the music. But if you get a chance to get over and watch the video on Facebook or YouTube, I want you to really take the time to do that. I'll also have it on uh, Instagram and on my website. Hello. So lastly, for all of you watching the video, I want you to watch this visual of Psalm 23 as it's playing and allow yourself to feel each scene that plays. Okay. And as it's playing and you're watching this video, I want you to try and put yourself there in that video. Think about the Lord and all he has done for you and allow this Psalm to speak to you in here, in your spirit, man, to speak to you. And some of you may actually listen to it and watch it, and you'll get a welling up. You'll feel the Holy Spirit welling up. You may even get goosebumps. Let me know if any of that happens, because when you sit back and you allow yourself to get into the word and let it flow and just listen to that and listen to my voice as I'm saying these words and you're watching that video and the music's playing, Oh my gosh, it just grabs the heartstrings sometimes. So go ahead and listen to that. Ready? And boom, here it is. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. So there, what'd you think? Wasn't that powerful? 
I loved making that, and I want to do more videos like that. But let me know what you think. Leave me a comment in the comment section of what your thoughts on about Psalm 23, the way I played it, the way I read it, versus the way I played it with the music and the video, just to give you an example of how you can put yourself in that place. You can picture that when you're reading these verses. Think about that. Read a verse, picture it in your mind. You know, very important. So today, I hope and pray this episode will spark something in you to want to seek out special passages that speak to you in a mighty way. Really important. There are many powerful Psalms that David wrote, which will speak to your heart. If you take the time to enjoy them and ponder what you read, think about what you read, mull that around in your head, just think about it, let it flow. So let me know your thoughts. Once again, let me know your thoughts. And also, if you have any questions, please send me some questions. Okay, let's get a conversation going. We're communicating all around the world. This is awesome. It's exciting. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and pray. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for this opportunity once again to share a message with folks all around the world, especially over in the Philippines. We've got listeners in Russia, Africa, France, Germany, England, different places around the world. Just such a blessing. United States, Canada, Mexico. <laughs> I just can't thank you enough for the opportunity to reach people around the world, Lord. It truly is a blessing and I don't take it for granted. Heavenly Father, I pray right now for all those individuals who want to take the time to dig in their word, to learn how to read the word of God, to learn how to enjoy reading the word of God. So they'll get hungry for it. I want to pick it up and read more and more of your beautiful, powerful adventure book about Jesus Christ. So Lord, I just thank you for this opportunity. Bless each and every individual listening to the sound of my voice and watching this video. And I thank you for all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in. And also be sure to check out Jug Honey Love's page, God is Love, as well as her ministry, Hip Hop for Christ. She's got some amazing videos on there. She does interviews on Sundays at 8 p.m. I think it's around 8 p.m. I'll leave the link right here. So correct me if I'm wrong, but that is Filipino time. So keep that in mind. Great stuff, guys. Hey, listen, thanks for tuning in. Remember, subscribe. Don't forget to get over to YouTube, folks, or subscribe to any podcast app. And many of you already have because you're listening to this or watching it. So can you please share this with your friends so we can get more people listening and watching? Get the word out there and spread it out around the world. Thank you so much. Hey, I love and appreciate all of you. Thank you for taking the time to watch this. I look forward to hearing from you. As always, hey, God bless. Take care of yourselves. Love you. Peace.